0: Welcome to Simon Says Inspire, a podcast about life, leadership and building legacies. I'm John Simon Sr. And
1: I'm Dina Simon.
0: Our guest today is Jenny Severson. Jenny is Vice President of People. And Jenny is our first guest of 2024 and the first guest of season number two. So Jenny, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks so much for having me, John and Dina. What an honor to be the first guest of 2024. So happy to be here with you guys today.
0: So Jenny, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your family and where you live and maybe what you like to do in your spare time, if you have any of that.
2: Yes, well, I have very little spare time, I will be honest. I live in Rogers, Minnesota, which is a northwestern suburb of the Twin Cities. I grew up in the Brainerd Lakes area, so I really enjoy living on that northern side of the Twin Cities. It gets us a jump start when we're on those trips up north. And actually, my husband and I are both from the Brainerd Lakes area, and we still have family there, so we try to spend time there with our family. We're actually junior high sweethearts. We've been dating for, dating? (laughs) For um, almost 25 years. Oh my gosh. Yes, I am under 40. So 25 years is just a long time. It's a very long time. We have two amazing children, Jude and Clementine. So that's really our life is managing these two beautiful kids. Jude is seven and he's definitely the most energetic person I know. (laughs) He's (laughs) hilariously, he's hilarious and he's covertly very kind. So I see a lot of his kindness and he makes his sister laugh. How old is Clementine? Clementine is four. Okay. She's gonna be five next Tuesday. Yay!
0: So as vice president of Vivacity, a public benefit corporation, and in charge of vice president of people, what is your day like?
2: So I manage the HR function. Our organization brands our HR as people and culture, because our emphasis obviously is on our employees and building that culture for our employees to thrive within. So I manage the entire HR function and have a team, a small team, that helps provide an exceptional employee experience.
0: Okay, and maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about Vivacity Tech.
2: Absolutely. So Vivacity Tech is a public benefit corporation. We are in the ed tech space. We provide technology solutions to K-12 schools. And being a public benefit corporation is really a pillar of our organization and our commitment to giving back into community.
0: Yeah, no, I did like in reading a little bit about your profile about giving back a portion of profits to ensure the nation's school success. And I think that's uh, very commendable of your corporation.
2: Thank you. It's very important to us. And as a people and culture leader, it's also just a wonderful way to build culture within the organization to really, you know, find talent that wants to come in and be a part of that.
1: So headquartered originated here, but I know there's other locations, correct?
2: Yes, we are headquartered in St. Paul. We are founded in St. Paul and have had several offices, um, but always in in the St. Paul area. Right now we're in Midway and we launched our second site in Greenville, South Carolina in 2021. And then just the, uh, last year in 2023, we launched in Chicago and in Denver. Nice. So growing, growing. We're growing very quickly. Yes. <laughs> we actually did place on the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies this year at number 1213. Wow. Congrats. Thank you. Nice.
0: And I understand you're uh, involved with uh, Simon Says gives.
2: I am involved in Simon Says Give.
1: Yes. And so if Jude is seven, then it's been about six years.
2: Your math is exactly accurate. Yes. yes he yes. has just turned one. Mm-hmm. And when we came to our very first High fiber Supplies.
1: Yep, we've got
2: cute pictures and then uh we've seen you before
1: Clementine and after her, right? Okay. Like so we've experienced yeah. all of that. So super fun. But you do have two beautiful children that keep you very busy, and then you support us with Simon says give as the chair to our high five for supplies drive and Vivacity has helped the last couple of years in supporting that. So we greatly appreciate their give back to the community. So thank you for that. But yeah, so you've been so six years and on the board probably four or five years because i know you volunteered at first yes i started as a volunteer before
2: joining the board
1: and we found you because you kind of found me on linkedin and then we found out like the the paired people that we knew of each you know that you had in your network that i had in my network so before you got to vivacity talk just a little bit about your career leading up to where you are today
2: Absolutely. Yes, I was so excited. The week I met you, I think, is um, one of the same weeks that I got connected in with Versique. And that was such a cool way for us to have those shared connections. And Versique has been a wonderful partner to me in my career and has um, placed me actually at my last two positions with Vivacity and also previously at Muri T Incorporated. Mary T is a humanitarian and we provided the HR function to her family of businesses. She had six businesses that we provided the HR function to. And prior to that, I spent almost 10 years working in the massage industry, health and wellness, working with a local entrepreneur to build a spa brand.
1: Yeah. Nice. Nice. And so always in that people just making amazing experiences for the staff that you have, the clients, the stakeholders, the people that you're working with. So I do love, as John said, just the vice president of people. Yeah. You know, that
2: actually is such a great title for for you and and the career that you've had so far. I remember my president, my founder and president, Massage, retreat and Spa. Trying to tell me about this title at the time. This was years ago. And I remember telling him, That does that sounds like a made up title. Why are you proposing this title for me? <laughs> and I didn't use it when I when I worked there. But I think it really encompasses, yeah, that commitment to people in my career.
0: Definitely a real tie into human resources too.
1: Yes, yes. So leadership. Talk to us about, you know, maybe your favorite leader that you've had or something that resonates with you from a leadership perspective.
2: Absolutely. You know, I started my career working for an entrepreneur at Massage Retreat and Spa, and he is the most important leader in my life, working and partnering with him for 10 years and really just learning so much from him on what I wanted to do as a leader some of it maybe in um, opposition, (laughs) but a lot of it in mirroring. And really, I think the most important thing I learned is trusting in people. And I was, you know, such a young leader for that organization. And he had so much confidence in me and allowed me to learn and fail and make mistakes and always was always in my corner in helping to promote um, my success, and that's really what taught me that leading people and helping people succeed is what ultimately helps your business succeed.
1: Mm, love that, love that. So you, as you said, you're not yet forty, so you're still a young leader yourself. But if you think back, any words of wisdom for you know somebody, and you do a lot of mentoring. I saw that you're doing the. Minneapolis Business Journal mentoring. I saw that on LinkedIn today. So, in mentoring, when you have somebody that's starting out in an HR career or some type of career, what are some of your words of wisdom to that younger generation starting out?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd really love for someone to tell me when you stop being a young professional. <laughs> I I I don't feel like that is clear. So, I still feel like a young professional, but I don't think I am one. The most important advice for an HR professional, in, in my opinion, is to learn the business. And, you know, your focus is obviously on people and their development and their contribution to the business. But understanding the business, understanding how your business makes money so that you are in partnership with your leaders when you're helping to provide that feedback from the employee lens that you're adding in that business acumen.
0: You know, one of the hardest things I found whenever I ran the business that I ran is, number one, finding the best people you can find. And then secondly, retaining the best people.
2: Yes. That's absolutely true. And finding talent, you know, that's really where the culture piece comes in, is ensuring that you have a culture that attracts talent. You know, it's hard to go out and find talent. You need to attract it. You need to have an employer brand that is strong. You need to have a culture that is strong that people are interested in coming to work for you and you have to make sure that that is authentic that's the key to retention that you know who you say you are is who you actually are and that when your employees show up every day that they understand the expectation and the culture
1: yeah and it's really being lived out yeah
0: and it it makes it more difficult whenever you have turnover because now you you've trained someone you spent many days, hours, months, years, and getting them to where you want to be, and then they pick up and leave sometimes. And now you're back to really peg number one again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Building out retention strategies is, of course, a very important part of, of, of your business and your growth. And, you know, we've been really fortunate at Vivacity to have limited voluntary turn. And that is, you know, really just due to the commitment we make to our people and to our culture.
1: Nice. What what would you say my just even though with the commitment can are there like three things that come to mind that you're like here's here's from a culture perspective why people stay?
2: Well, we obviously align our culture a lot with our values. So, desire excellence, build community and be vivacious are three of our values that I think are most important. Building community is you know, it's really important to us as a business in both aligning internally within our organization, building community, but also externally. And our commitment to the community helps us connect with people who also have that same commitment to the community. Right. We give all of our employees 96 hours of PTO that they can use per year to go out and volunteer and find organizations that are meaningful to them. Um, we, we encourage collaboration with the K-12 community, but really it's anything that our employees are passionate about. And then be vivacious is really what it means to work at vivacity is, you know, we're growing fast and we have a lot of change and every day is a little bit different. And um, just showing up and being vivacious every day is an important part of our culture.
1: How'd you land on 96 hours of volunteer time? So it's eight hours
2: per month okay it's what one, it ends up yeah one, one day, day
1: a month. per month nice Check. nice I love that where John the standard is maybe companies give a half day or a day but no I don't know many companies that give more than one or two days Jenny <laughs> yeah so that's awesome per year, very, per year. yeah yeah per year wow. so very commendable
0: wow. yeah Yeah.
1: So Jenny, you asked a question when we post the podcast on LinkedIn, I'll I'll do a poll because you asked the question of when are you no longer a young professional? I think that's a great question. So I can tell you from my perspective, you know, there's that 40 under 40. So, I kind of feel like once you get to that 40, I feel like, so I think there's still a question between like 30 and 35. Are you still considered a young professional? Um, And I think it's changed too. I think that, I think, I think it's gone a little bit higher up into closer to 40. I think over the years, you know, when you think about when we, what Simon says, give, when we talk about our youth, like our kid advisory board we went back and said youth to us was you know college kids were still in that so but I think that's a great question on who what what is young professional yeah. what what do people consider that so and now that the population of workers is also getting older and people are working longer I wonder how that maybe has changed it too so great question I can't wait to see the results there yeah. you
0: go you know one of the questions Dana normally ask is what would you tell your 20 year old self well That's not too far away from you. So, you know, you don't have to go back very far to think about that.
2: I think I would just tell my 21 or 20. Oh, gosh, look, I went to 21. (laughs) (laughs) I would tell my 20 year old self that you got this. You know, I think I, I personally was a really young leader. And being a young leader is, you know, it's filled with a lot of imposter syndrome. And you just show up every day and hope that nobody calls you out on what you think you don't know, and just to continue doing that, um, stay positive and keep conf- keep your confidence up. And
0: as you mentioned, learn the business and uh, learn learn what makes money for the business.
1: Yeah, so you can be a real business partner sitting at that table. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So we heard a little bit about your family. And so tell John where you spend your college football days.
2: Yes. Gopher athletics is a large part of our family life, specifically gopher football. We love all gopher athletics and we've um, made it to basketball and hockey and some other really fun sporting events. But gopher football is where it's at. We go to every game, our kids go to every game, our home games, and it is a very important tradition for our family.
0: That's great because it, and you know now that it's tradition, the kids will pick up on it also and they will they will do the same thing someday Again. whenever they have children also.
2: Absolutely. I think my husband, when he graduated from the U, he had only missed one game in his entire right like year um, time as a student. And um, he kept that trend up all the way until last year when he had to miss a game for my brother's wedding. Oh. <laughs> so your brother
1: didn't uh, consult
2: when football uh, season he was. He When the of game course. was here. Yeah. And my husband said, you know, it wasn't like he was missing things. He no, wasn't, but, you know, he was like, it, it wasn't really like I did it intentionally, but it was just yeah. the streak that he had going. Yeah. Right. Love that. Yeah. So I well, would
0: imagine. Now he can start, start a new one
2: yes Yes. (laughs) start a new one
1: and i would imagine that you guys are hopeful that your children might choose the university
2: of minnesota go to to go to college you know i'm hopeful that we've built a tradition that they're excited to be a part of absolutely yes Yes.
1: so i don't know if you know this but so with mandy and why she didn't go to madison i don't think i do so just so you know not to be a debbie downer but, (laughs) but. but we took her to Madison so much, yeah, that everybody assumed she was going to go to Madison. Sure. So when she took, when she did like the college tour, she was like, "Okay, been here, done this," and sure. so, it, so it wasn't new to her anymore. So I think for two reasons. One, everybody assumed that's where she was going to go. And then two, we had just taken her there so much. And so she wanted her own thing, which has turned out beautiful for us. Um, And we still love to go to Madison. And she and I were there for the Cornhusker-Badger game. But it was really interesting, like that feedback, when we finally got to that
2: point. I'm like, yeah, I guess I I have to blame myself for that. I don't think that's Debbie Downer. I think that's valid. And um, I appreciate wanting to go off and explore. And obviously, you know, the University of Minnesota is right here in town. So I would understand, you know, my kids wanting to go out and spread their wings somewhere
1: else. It'll be fun to see because I see the pictures. So they sure, yeah. love, they sure love everything, everything go first. So it's super fun to watch. Yes. Especially Goldie Gopher.
2: Goldie Gopher is a celebrity at our house. (laughs) I would imagine. I would imagine.
1: So let's talk about legacy. So life leadership legacy. So to us, legacies are the things that we're doing, we're living out now. So it's not what happens one day. It's the things that we're living and trying to accomplish. So what comes to mind when we talk about legacy?
2: Gosh, I'm so glad you phrased it that way because that is exactly the way that I look at legacy. And I was wondering if you were gonna ask me this question <laughs> and I was thinking about, you know, the way that I view legacy, it is the now. It's everyday living life with your colleagues, with your family, and being connected, the relationships you're building. And I definitely have a futuristic futuristic mindset in how I, think about the future and dream about the future. But really, when I think all about legacy, it's about today. And mm-hmm. what am I doing today to make somebody's day better?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jenny, you certainly have been part of our nonprofit for many years in, in service, but you also are on other boards, very active in the community. What are you most excited about maybe moving
2: into 2024? As far as community, what I'm most excited for is connecting in with WIRED. And Dean, I know you're involved in this too, but Jen Lindahl is launching uh, Wired Connect in 2024 and providing opportunity for women to connect in community on personal and professional development. And I am very excited to be a facilitator for the launch of these collectives.
1: Yes. And so, John, we'll have to have Jen on our podcast so you can learn more about that. But Jenny and I are both going to be facilitating like a peer group, basically, that we'll get going in the next quarter. And we're just taking applications under this wired umbrella. And and we're very excited about it. And it's super fun that Jenny and I will get both get to work together on it. I'm so excited.
2: I cannot wait to get started. Yes. Yes.
0: And it'll be a a group that under 40, over 40, or uh, is, is there a specific group that you're looking for? Or is it really anyone?
2: Yeah. The focus is on curating groups based on both the group membership, but also connection to the facilitator. We'll have to report back on how those are curated.
1: Yeah. And so, John, people are filling out applications and you just based on questions and what may an individual. So if I was looking to join a, a peer group, here's what I'm looking for, then they're going to try and curate like-minded people looking for kind of the same thing and then try to match up the right facilitator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jenny, as you were prepping for the podcast, and I know we gave you some prep questions, anything else that you wanted to make sure the listeners heard from you?
2: No, I think we covered everything that I plan to talk about. I think, you know, the most important thing I just would highlight is just the commitment to community and how important that is in both professional and personal. And I'm so excited to be a part of this Twin Cities community. I love being a part of the Twin Cities business community and the opportunities to connect across. Um, nonprofits and business is a really rewarding.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things that you've been given a lot of leeway on, right, in your role. Um, and again, so you're very visible in this community as as somebody who does work for Vivacity in this VP of people. And so your ability to be out and to be connected, to have that influence in the business community, but also from a recruitment standpoint, right? Like, I'm sure people are like, wow, you your company really does stand back behind those values and all of the givebacks and the volunteering. And and you're being on boards and things. So that that has to speak volumes for, again, what you're doing on a day to day basis.
2: Yes. And our CEO and founder, Eli Maloli, and his wife, Leah, our public benefits director, they, you know, they really built this company with giving back at the core. And so they're so supportive of the time commitment that is put into all the community initiatives.
0: You know, what I take away from listening to you is, is find something that you love to do, and you never work a day in your life.
2: Yes, I think that's true.
1: (laughs) Nice. Well, Jenny, we are honored to kick this year off with you as our guest on the podcast. So thank you for that. Thank you for your six plus years of just partnership and friendship and look forward to connecting on Wired as well as continuing on with Simon Says Give and making impact this year with our High Five for Supplies again. And just thank you for all that partnership in the community, just even with with me and, and all things Simon. Thank you so much for having me. This was so great to connect with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my friend, Jenny Severson, who joined us on the first podcast of 24 and kicking off our season two. She is a vice president of people at Vivacity Tech, sits on a few boards here in town, including mine of Simon Says Give, and just love her energy and spirit and how she represents all the things that she cares about an amazing mother and I won't hold it against her that she is a gopher fan since I'm a badger but thank you Jenny and we'll make sure you know how to get in touch with her in the show notes as always I think my father-in-law is super excited that we're kicking off the second season and he's still all in so until we talk next time